So welcome back to another episode. I apologize for the delay. Um, today I have Ashley with us. How are Hello, you? Hello, I'm good. <laughs> um, so how old are you off the bat? Um, I'm 25, almost 26. Okay, cool. And I wanted to kind of start off with like a background. What initially brought you to online dating? I mean, I feel like that's just the times. Like, I think it's like the easiest way to meet somebody nowadays. Like, I would love to meet somebody organically, but I mean, so I'm a single mom. Mm. So being a single mom um, and trying to find the time to like go out and have a life to meet somebody organically is pretty complicated. Um, even prior to being a mom, I have a lot of social anxiety. So going out is really hard. I'm getting better at it. Um, but yeah, so apps were always like the easier route, even though they're definitely not easier. Yeah. It presents its own like Challenges. social anxiety, I guess, if you want to say. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it, so, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, it's, um, it definitely is a, a different kind of anxiety, but it's also a lot easier to, I don't know, express who you truly are. Cause I feel like when you meet people organically in person, you're not really sure, like, how to be at first. At least mm. I'm not. <laughs> um, so it's pretty nerve wracking to, um, I don't know, just to have to talk to somebody and have a conversation with them. So I feel like through text, it's a lot easier to just organically be yourself and let them decide how they'll react. You yeah. can also like think about what you're going to say before you're going to say it. That so, helps. Yeah. Yeah. It helps. That is true. Cause yeah, I've always, I've noticed like every like first date that I've gone on, it's always like a little awkward with like, I don't know. It's kind of like small talk for the most part. That's exactly it. Uh, and then you just kind of repeat that with every date that you go on. But <laughs> pretty much um so how long have you been using dating apps well so have you ever heard of my yearbook yeah okay so i've even in high school i i've basically been on like apps since then my yearbook was like the first one like i was on my yearbook when it was my yearbook and then it actually transitioned to meet me <laughs> so i was there during the transition period so it's literally been since like i don't know sophomore year of high school or something so like 10 gotcha. years something like that gotcha. yeah long time and what are your thoughts about it in those 10 years um i don't know i like I said, it was nice because I was able to to think about what I was going to say before I said it. Mm. Um, I kind of word vomit a lot in person. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So um, now I have a love-hate relationship with them. Like, basically, the way I'm at with my abs now, like, mm. I go on them when I like remember that they're there because they're in their own like folder on my phone. I never really like look <laughs> at them. I turned off like the notification icon things. So like I never really see them. Gotcha. So whenever I like remember that they're there, I'll like log in and swipe for like five minutes and then I like go off of them because I just think they're so superficial. Like having to swipe on somebody based on their pictures and like the little bit of information they put on their profile is yeah. it's so superficial. <laughs> How do you think they could improve that? Well, so I noticed um, like last week or something, Hinge added the ability <laughs> to like add videos and like voice of yourself. Yeah, I saw that. So I think that that's actually kind of a good change because yeah. I like 
there was one person I matched with on Hinge and he actually preferred to use like voice memos to text. And I kind of enjoyed it a lot more because I felt like we were able to cover so much conversation in like the minute voice memos rather than having to like text and like wait for like the small response that they may have. Cause not everybody texts in like paragraphs. Um, so I don't know. I think that the addition of like the voice and like video aspect of it is really nice. And like hinge has the ability to video chat. So like that also helps. Like you don't have to give them any sort of information. You can just do it within the app. So like that helps kind of like be able to show who you are as a person more. Have you seen the, uh, the TikToks of people like showing other voice recordings on hinge? Not yet, but I'm sure it'll come up because I'm definitely on like dating app TikTok or for sure. Yeah. Like dating nightmare TikTok, I guess is what I'm on. <laughs> Anything that's like, like, I guess it's called like messy talk. I'm on messy talk. Like, I, I don't know. I like being involved in other people's messy lives because like my life is so far from messy, thankfully. Um, but I like to be involved in other people's messy lives. So. It's interesting, right? It's so entertaining to watch. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The way people act is crazy. <laughs> Um, have you, do you only use Hinge? I use Hinge and Bumble. Tinder actually no like, well, I had it and then like I stopped using it for so long that Tinder was like, we hid your profile. And then like iPhones do this thing now where they like uninstall apps you haven't used in a while from your yeah, phone yeah. automatically. So like Tinder just uninstalled <laughs> itself. So I was like, okay, well, I guess do you think I use OkCupid sometimes. How's that? OkCupid is what I used to use. Um, I actually started talking to my daughter's dad on OkCupid, but he and I knew each other from like prior to dating apps too. Gotcha. Um, but like I found him again on OkCupid. So like it was promising at first, but I feel like OkCupid has turned into like match.com, which I definitely have downloaded and like tried to see what kind of people are on match. Mm. And like, I don't want to insult anybody, but (laughs) (laughs) match is like people that you can clearly tell have been in the dating game for a really long time and like have been single for a really long time. Like they're more, they're normally like older guys and, and older women that are like, I don't, it's just, okay. Cupid's basically turning into match or like eHarmony, like those commercials you see of like, Oh, I met my, my true love on (laughs) match.com. Yeah. I could see that. I get the impression that, that, uh, like those, because wasn't it initially a website? Okay, Cupid. I don't know. I've only ever known it as an app, so um, I don't know what it was before that. But like, I wasn't on Okay, Cupid until I was like twenty or something. Because when I was like eighteen, nineteen, it was like Meet Me was still the thing. Because that was like high school time. Which mm. I don't know if people our age use Meet Me anymore for that. But I refuse to get back on it because I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't think so. Um. And so do you, like, what is it, what, do you, what would you say is your goal with these dating apps? What do you? Well, I, as like, as of right now, I really don't know because my daughter is only, she's like about to be two in March. Mm-hmm. So she's still really young. And I feel like I'd really love to have a partner. That's for sure. Cause being a single mom is really hard. Yeah. Um, especially working full time, having her full time. Like it's, I have, I'm like literally mom 24 seven. So, uh, having a partner would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also really hard because I feel like there's like, there's no, nothing wrong with people that don't want to have kids. Like that's totally cool. But like, 
the dating pool is so shallow in that case because a lot of the time I feel like when people see that I have a kid, because I make it very known, like I have a toddler, like I, I think that that's something I have to be upfront about so that they're aware. Right. But like either they expect to be in my daughter's life right away or they like think that I'm looking for somebody specifically to be a step parent. Hmm. They like don't realize that like I just need a life partner. Like eventually, yes. I expect them to step in the role of step parent, but like when we're initially dating, she's not even going to be around. Like I just want a partner. Sure. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking for, but like loosely, cause gotcha. I'm still trying to like transition into like being a person and a mom at the same time. That's and like that transition is pretty hard. <laughs> I feel like for a while I just, I only felt like a mom and like, of course that's a great title to have. Like I love my kid, but mm. I don't want to just be a mom. Like I still oh, want to yeah. be Ashley too. Sure. So yeah, yeah that seems stressful. It is. Dang. It's a big challenge. I think like also being plus size is really hard because mm. so I like skinny men mm. <laughs> and like some skinny men really love big ladies, but yeah. then also other skinny men are just looking for other skinny ladies, which are like good for you. But right. hello, there's big ladies <laughs> out here too that want some love. Um, but tall skinny men are like my type. And I, I've tried to stray from them yeah. and I, it just like my ex was definitely not tall or skinny and it, we worked for a little while and then my daughter was born and I started going through life changes and we just, I just kind of fell out of love with him. Like sure. we just kind of drifted. Um, so I've tried to stray from my type, but I end up going back to the same type. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you like talk to people on like you're chatting with someone and do you like, I'm assuming you have, you have like pictures of your daughter or do you like say in your profile, you have a kid. I, so I said in my profile of a kid, I've been wishy-washy on whether or not I should actually like, post pictures of her though because there's a lot of bad people out there and i like am devoted to protecting her from those bad people as much as possible like i don't even post her in my cover picture or my profile picture on facebook because those are like always public whenever you change them so i like refuse to put her in those pictures like i post about her on facebook because like everything is private on mine Mm. but your profile and your cover picture are always public so i like i don't post her anywhere really and like i I've talked to a couple of people and they've always like asked to see pictures of her and I'll only show them pictures if like we physically go on a date and I'll like show them from my phone. Mm. Like I, I feel weird sending pictures of her to people cause I like don't yeah. know what they're going to do with them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really weird about it. There's a lot of bad people out there. There is. And do you find that that comes up in conversation? Like, do they ask you about it or do you typically? So one of the things I actually look for now that I've noticed is like, it actually kind of bothers me when they don't ask me about her. Yeah. Like they don't have to ask me specific questions or anything, but like just a, how is she doing today? Or mm. like if I mention, Oh, she's not feeling well. And like, they don't ask me, Oh, is she feeling better today? Like if they don't take any kind of interest, mm. then I'm kind of like, you know, I get that I'm not really looking for you to be a step parent right away, but like, She's a huge part of my life, so I definitely expect you to ask about her, like, want to know how she's doing. Sure. Um, so it's kind of a red flag for me when they don't ask. It's and a little test. It, yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> I've had a couple people, like, not ever talk about her. And, like, I'll kind of test it, too. Like, I'll bring her up and see what they say. And, like, I've had people literally just pretend like I didn't say anything <laughs> about her. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, 
now I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like my yeah. daughter is literally my whole life. Like you have to show interest in her or else <laughs> this is not going to work. Like my daughter is the best thing on this planet. Like, hello. I think it's a really good screening tool if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. Um, have you talked to other like single parents as well? Is there a lot of those? I really try. Yeah. I, I really do try. So I, I talk to men and women. Um, mm. I don't really have a preference. I don't like to have, put a title on my sexuality either. Like I really think like, I think labels are really superficial also. Mm. Um, queer is how I identify. Cause like, it's a really umbrella. Sure. Um, so sometimes I've tried to talk to single moms. I talked to one single mom. We went on a date. It was like a play date for our kids. It went really well. Those are like the exceptions where I will actually bring Ava with me on dates. Is like kid. if it's with a single parent who's also bringing their kid. Gotcha. Um, and it went really well, but she she um was going through a divorce still, and like she had just moved here and didn't know anybody. So there was a lot of other factors that didn't really work out. Um. I've tried to match with like single dads because I think single dads are super cool because I don't know, I didn't have a dad. My kid doesn't have a dad. So like, it's really cool to see a single dad. Yeah. Uh, that sounds terrible, but like, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't it's the way I think about it. <laughs> um, and I've tried to match with them, but I feel like we never match. And like, I have no idea why I'm like, hello, we can share children. Like <laughs> our children are both equally as great. Why can't we share the wealth? <laughs> yeah. It seems like it would be a, a decent dynamic. Yeah since you guys would both like come to the table with kids and yeah. then uh, they could potentially be friends. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier. How do you feel about people with kids? I know uh, you said you're taking a break from dating. Yeah, I, I am taking a break. I'm, I'm about to, I'm going to return very shortly. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have any opinion on it, to be honest. Um, I think right now in my life, I don't really, I'm not very interested in a relationship just cause I'm, I'm, not, I'm like entering this phase where, I travel for work and I want to start traveling more because mm-hmm. I haven't really been the past couple of years. And I don't, like, I don't know. I just want to, I kind of want to like be a free little butterfly and just, just travel, enjoy my life. And I'm sure that's probably going to change yeah. the closer I get to 30, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm like not that close to 30, but like I'm close enough to where You're I'm like, there, I'm going to be 30 in four years. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Yeah. I'm also really trying. Like, I do want to have another kid because I'm, like, a huge advocate for siblings. Like, I think uh, having a sibling is amazing. Like, my brother is the best thing in the entire world. Like, I love him so much. Um, So, I really want Ava to have a sibling. And Mm. so, I have this, like, five-year plan of, like, I need to meet somebody in five years that, like, I know is going to last forever so we can have kids. And, like... I try not to think of it that way when I'm like in the dating world because like I don't want to put pressure on myself and I don't want to force anybody to have kids if they really don't want them because mm-hmm. um, ultimately like I would be okay too if Ava was a single uh, and only child mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's rough I'm not looking forward to turning 30 <laughs> when I turned 25 I told you I had to go on that nature trip because I was like I'm turning 25 like this is a quarter life crisis I don't know what I'm doing with my life like I have a toddler that I wasn't expecting to have uh yeah I wasn't expecting my life to turn into being a mom so soon like I definitely was planning on like waiting until I, my 30s to have kids and then gotcha. Ava Ava happened and she's amazing <laughs> is like when when you've like found out that you're gonna have a kid, mm-hmm. were you you were together with your 
ex at the time? <sighs> no. Okay. So we were never actually together. We were just kind of having fun. Mm. Um, and then Ava was like a whoopsie. <laughs> gotcha. So I did panic a little. I mean, obviously, I panicked quite a bit because I was like, I'm having a baby. What do I do? Um, but I panicked a little because, like, a couple of weeks before I even took the pregnancy test, I... Um, I had already been considering like what I, like where I wanted my relationship with her dad to go. Um, and like, it just kind of felt like we were better off just having fun or being friends. Um, cause I don't know, he started to get on my nerves and I'm like, if he's already, if he's already getting on my nerves, like two months into us hooking up, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to be in a relationship with him. Right. Um, and, uh, so I did panic a little and I thought, I really thought that it was going to be, like, a good dynamic between us two. Like, I thought it would be nice for us to, like, have that connection forever. Because we've always been really good friends. So, I thought, like, oh, it'll be fine. And it turned out, like, you know, having a kid is too much for some people. And that's kind of where it ended up being was it was just too much. So. Gotcha. But I'm happy. I don't have to share her. She's literally the best thing ever. And I don't have to share. (laughs) That's amazing. That's a good way to look at it. I would like to have a little more free time, but I'm okay with not sharing her. Like it's, we're cool. Everything's cool. (laughs) So would you, I know you said you don't want to like put pressure on yourself if your plan like doesn't pan out. Yeah. Do you like, you would be okay if it doesn't? I I mean, I really ultimately would. Um, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. So, mm. clearly, I was meant to get pregnant when I did. Like, Ava was, like, handed to me because I needed her to be handed to me. Um, so, I, I'll be okay if it doesn't pan out. And I don't know. I, I have the five-year plan. I would really like Ava and her sibling to be no more than five years apart. But... If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I mean, we're moving in a couple of years, and then Ava will be starting school, and then, like, you know, I don't, I'm kind of afraid to meet somebody down here and then have us, like, move, and then I'm like, will they move with me? Will they stay here? Will I have to do long distance again? Because that always sucks. Yeah, long distance does So, that. I don't know. My, my plan's kind of altering as, like, life progresses already. I started this five-year plan when Ava was born and now I'm already here and it's two years later almost. And I'm like, I don't know, five-year plan. Maybe I just won't plan. <laughs> Maybe think, I'll just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's the best approach. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm also trying to like travel and, and do more. Like when I was growing up, we didn't travel a lot, which part of it was for money reasons. And then the other part was just, I don't, I don't know. We just didn't travel a whole lot. Like I've only ever been on the East coast of the U S I've never traveled West. The farthest West I've ever been was Chicago. Really? Yeah. So I don't want Ava to be raised the same way. I want her to travel. I want her to see the world. So while she's young, I'm trying to like get some experience under my own belt of like traveling to other countries, just traveling to other states in general. And then like as she gets older, then I'll start bringing her with me because I feel like taking a toddler with you when you're just learning how to do it yourself adds like a whole extra speed bump that makes it way more complicated. (laughs) So I'm trying to travel more and everything. So I don't know. What uh, where you want to go? Well, I was supposed to go to Colombia in January, but then Colombia's political um, 
climate, I guess, political climate, uh, declined. Um, where we were going to stay was with my best friend's mom and in her town, they were having a bunch of like really dangerous riots and stuff. So we changed our minds and now we're going on a cruise instead. So I'm going to see Jamaica, Mexico and Grand Cayman. Very nice. Um, so I'm pretty excited, but I also want to travel to Greece. We were trying to plan a trip there. Um, I learned that a flight to British Columbia, Canada is like only $400. So I'm like, that's a good possibility. Cause <laughs> I watched this stupid show on Netflix. It's called Virgin river. It's like a soap opera almost. It's all filmed in British Columbia oh, and yeah. like the sites are beautiful. So I'm like, I need to go there immediately. And so I, I like whenever I, I find a place that like looks beautiful, mm. I immediately Google flights there. I'm like, what's the cost <laughs> of a flight to wherever? <laughs> and then I like start scrolling and like, I'll just pick like a random day. Like I'll pick like a week in a summertime or like a week in the winter, whenever I feel like it would be best to go to that place. Mm. And then I look up flights and I see how much <laughs> they are. <laughs> Cause then I'm like, okay, that's a possibility. I can spend $400 on a flight to go there. <laughs> you, you can go to um oh man what was it you can go to like some tropical country and you can live like for less than $50 American you can have a whole day of activities a whole day of food what? and like you only end up spending $30 American What is this place? I don't remember. It's a tropical place. I want to say like Bali but Bali's not tropical. What was it called? I don't know. It was something it was only like four letters. It's a country with four letters. <laughs> I don't remember. It was like a video I sent to my friends, and I was like, look, we can do all of this right here. That's a good question. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I we It's in a group chat, so like finding it's <laughs> going to be so difficult. Take you days to find it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. But there was another video I saw on Facebook, too, where there was like another place where, where they were like, we're going to show you what it's like to eat on a $50 budget. And... Like they ended up only spending twenty nine dollars, and and they they ate a lot. Like they were like, if we could not possibly spend the whole fifty dollars today, that's so crazy. Yeah, so it's amazing. And Japan's like that. Like the the currency exchange, I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure it's Japan. The currency exchange between here and Japan is like great. So you can go to Japan and only end up spending like, I think it's like fifty dollars American every day. So that's like such an easy budget. That's not is that like, a place what's you stopping go? me? Yeah, for sure. But we, my best friend and I, if we go to Japan, it's going to be like we're staying for a month. Oh, okay. So that has to be like when Ava's old enough to go with us because I don't want to find a babysitter for a month and be away from her for that long. Yeah. So that's the plan. Damn, that's interesting. There's a lot of places. I want to travel Europe. I just want to like backpack around Europe. How recently did this start that you wanted to start traveling? I've always wanted to travel, but I've, I've just recently started putting it in motion. Like I think turning 25 just like... I don't know. Did ass. something to me. <laughs> <laughs> that and becoming a mom. Yeah. Like I became a mom and I started thinking about my life. And I'm like, man, I really haven't done much with my life. Like what kind of role model am I? I need to go do stuff and like be a better role model. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a really, that's how I feel. I feel like I've, I've done some traveling, but not to the extent that I would be like happy with. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the way I kind of look at it is I, I, if I had a kid, and you kind of alluded to it. I want my life to be like for them to look at it and be like, wow, that's really cool, dad. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I want to do. And so I've started like getting into cinematography recently. Um, and that's been fun. Um, and so I'm going to San Francisco in January. 
That's uh, so fun. Yeah. I want to go to San Fran. Yeah, you so should. Bad. I think flights, it was like 287 I booked round trip. I just wish California wasn't so expensive. Yeah, it's not Like really... money wise, it's so expensive. Would you, would you live there? No, absolutely not. I'm, I've lived in Florida my whole life. I've literally lived in Cape Coral, Florida my whole life. So anywhere that's like, not saying that California is similar, but like it's like the same kind of like vacation-y, tropical-y feel as Florida. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm done. I want to get out. I want to go somewhere where it snows most of the time. Like, You like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd, I'd go to like Washington or Oregon or Colorado. I want to move to Canada. I've always wanted to move to Canada. Really? Yeah. These, like the where the show was filmed? I could live in British Columbia, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know where in Canada because I've never visited anywhere. Uh, but I have several friends there. And like every time they post pictures on Facebook, I'm like, wherever you live, it's so beautiful. Like I need to be there right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice up there. God, I want to so bad. I have to get my passport. I'm, I've been like dragging my feet because once we decided to go on the cruise instead of going to Columbia, I was like, well, I don't need a passport for the cruise. <laughs> but eventually I want to take a cruise that goes to like um, Honduras, Belize, Aruba, like all those places. And That's I really think cool. you need passports for those. So yeah, or a passport for those. <coughs> Probably. I'm not sure. Have you ever been on a cruise? I have been on a cruise. Did you go uh, West Caribbean, Jamaica, and all I, that? Yeah, I went to Jamaica, um, Grand Cayman, and somewhere else. Probably Cosmo. <laughs> I feel like those three are like the most common. That's like the West Western Caribbean cruise. At least you're in a good spot, though, where <clears throat> we have a whole bunch of cruises leaving out of the state all the time. I know. I also really want to go on one of those cruises that goes to Europe. They have oh, okay. like the European cruises, I think called like Norwegian Cruise Line or something. Yeah. But I would have to like fly to the state to leave out of the port and then oh, okay. take the cruise seems kind of it's kind of a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of traveling i'd have to like dedicate myself to to the travel time yeah but i was gonna say i um actually had a long distance relationship with someone from canada um and i went up there a couple of times it was it's a nice nice country I I wouldn't be opposed to a long distance relationship somewhere where I want to visit. <laughs> My long distance relationships, I've been in quite a few. I was a frequent like chat user or whatever when I was in high school. Yeah. So I don't really consider them relationships now as an adult because now looking back, it's like, were those even really relationships? Um, but I dated somebody in Indiana. Uh, my most recent ex was from Kentucky, um, Louisville, Kentucky. Mm. It was wonderful. Um, <laughs> I drove there when I was seven months pregnant to see him. How was that? It was fine. I mean, it was like a 14 hour drive. I was seven months pregnant. So by the time, like when I remember when I was driving home, I actually had to like stop and sit at like a loves for a couple of hours because all of the water had like gone to my ankles. My ankles were oh, swollen geez. and I was getting like stressed about it. So I stopped and like elevated my feet. And I'm pretty sure if anyone saw me, they would have thought I was like a crazy person. <laughs> this like big pregnant lady with her feet up on her dashboard. Like, <laughs> um, where else? Oh, uh, when I, I lived in Chicago for six months because I was in a long distance relationship with someone that lived like right outside Chicago. Wow. Did you like it? I loved it. I'm not a city person, but Chicago is so beautiful. And I lived there during the winter months. So I got to see everything all like white and snowy and frosted. I loved it. I even had to shovel snow for four hours one day and everyone's like, oh, once you live through a blizzard and you have to shovel the snow, you'll hate it. And I shoveled for four hours and still was like, today was a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's just the, 
not having to do it all the time for sure yeah it's definitely <laughs> from being a floridian because it's like whenever i talk to people in in those areas i mean my brother lives in new york whenever we talk it's like oh i wish i could live in florida because it never snows down there and i'm like i want the exact opposite i want to live somewhere where it's snowy most of the time like i could live in alaska dark and snowy heck yeah <laughs> i never have to leave my house and it's socially acceptable <laughs> That'd be perfect for you. Exactly. I have this theory that if you're born from a hot state like Florida or Arizona, Mm -hmm. I feel like you're more likely to want to move up north. I feel like... And vice versa. Yeah. I feel like um, the people that I've talked to that are actually from Arizona, they actually like it there, even though it is hot, because it's a dry heat. Mm -hmm. So like 100 degrees in arizona isn't gonna feel the same as 100 degrees here 100 degrees here feels like 110 outside because it's so humid (laughs) it's like you walk outside and you're immediately sweating there's like no in between terrible i hate it i i hate it the humidity (laughs) is the worst part yeah i went to new york for my brother's wedding during the summer and it was amazing it was like actually 80 degrees outside and it felt like 80 degrees and like even when they had a heat wave come through because we we went up there for like a month Mm mm-hmm not for my brother's wedding, but like at a different time, it had like, it got to like 95 degrees outside and it, I would have never guessed that it was 95 degrees. I'm like, I'm not even sweating outside. <laughs> what is this sensation? Like, is it physically possible to not sweat in 95 degree weather? Turned out it is. If you just go live in the North. <laughs> does, uh, does he live in New York city or no? Um, he lives in, called port jervis it's like northern ish new york okay um not super far north but it's it's not mid-state either it's like northern new york um lots of like wooded areas sure so it's nice is your brother you said your brother got married he did he's 10 years older than me okay how's that growing up it was rough because we were 10 years apart so i was six he was 16 (laughs) um (laughs) so that puts some perspective for you um as adults now that we figured out how to actually get along and like not fight all the time it's great i mean he was here for two weeks and we had zero arguments the whole time like we we hung out every day until like 3 a.m like it was (laughs) it was good it was nice having my brother here we're we both have this plan to move at the same time like he's saving to buy a house with his family in either tennessee or north carolina and then we're saving to buy a house in tennessee um in a couple of years so we're hoping to be closer together why why tennessee in particular so i would prefer (laughs) to go north um Mm -hmm. but my family has lived in the snow before so they don't want to go that far north again Mm -hmm. um so they're they're kind of cool with tennessee um i also have some friends in tennessee whom i've been friends with for 10 years and i've never met in person so i'm actually kind of excited to live relatively close to them so that we can actually hang out and do things (laughs) (laughs) because we've literally been friends for so long like one in particular we still talk like if i'm going through something i can text him and he'll like answer and like actually talk to me like yesterday i was the nerves were setting in that i was going to be here today and i text him (laughs) i was like I'm getting so nervous. And he was like, go and be the baller girl that you are. Like, you can do this. Like, he's the best. And then, uh, yeah, so, but we've never met. We FaceTimed and stuff, but, like, never met. So I'm pretty excited. Nice. Yeah, and I love the mountains. I mean, I love nature, and I feel like best place to go hiking is Tennessee because of the mountains. So it's really good. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that's that's another place. Actually, I was was thinking the same thing is I would – I don't know if I want to stay living here in Florida. No. 
because uh, <laughs> once you've lived here like i was born and raised here as well oh gosh um, i don't know you just get kind of tired of it like the allure of the beach wears off like i never go to the beach i don't go to disney no. i don't do any of that shit and yeah i just want to be in some elevation so north carolina have you been to Asheville? um <clears throat> i think we've driven through it but i've never okay. like been in it if you ever go it's a really cool place i think it's like a 12-hour drive from here maybe it's like 14 down yeah. here but um it's like this super small like mountain town there's a little college there uh, there's just a bunch of bars and cool restaurants like it, it, you should definitely check it out i definitely want to um my friends and i have been venturing out and traveling like in like the neighboring states mm-hmm. some um we haven't yet but like i mean we travel to ocala we're not opposed to driving like 10 hours to go somewhere so um we've been kind of looking up places like georgia north carolina yeah, those, those places um just to go somewhere new that's not here uh yeah Asheville's cool the only reason why we actually decided on tennessee over north carolina is because we looked up like a list of cost of living states Mm -hmm. florida's number i want to say like 29 new york is number like 48 or 49 um north carolina is like 12 and then tennessee's actually like seven so it's it's cheaper to live in tennessee than it is to live in north carolina and i don't think that tennessee they either don't it's like florida where they don't have like the income tax yeah yeah they don't yeah because i was i was gonna go travel there <laughs> to work yeah <laughs> that, that's a really good idea um what part of tennessee like nashville area or more like gatlinburg i'm looking in like the pigeon forge gatlinburg Sevierville area um but we're not opposed to going you know a few hours uh east or west from there i think east west <laughs> however the compass works west uh we're, we're okay with basically moving anywhere it just depends on like what houses we find because like my grandma's coming with us and she doesn't necessarily want to live in the same house as us which is understandable because she's a clean person and we're not like dirty people but we're also not super organized like we have a lot of clutter um, and she doesn't, so she wants to have her own space. You're not to her standard. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So we have to kind of look for somewhere that either has, like, a guest house or has, like, an in-law suite in the house where she can have, like, her own space. Um, so that's kind of challenging. Yeah, um, So that's why we're our, like, ideal-looking area is kind of broad because we have to look budgetary-wise and then finding somewhere where she can have her own space and still live with us like in the same address kind of mm. do you do you work remotely unfortunately no oh, okay. <laughs> i work in an office monday through friday eight to five <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say if you work remotely then that'd probably make taking care of ava and working easier although it'd probably be a distraction as well now that she's getting older absolutely when she was younger i was able to work from home because so ava was actually born four days after our lockdown first started oh shit yeah because covid started or like the lockdown from covid started march 11th which was actually her due date Uh and then she was born on march 15th so i initially worked from home for a little bit um and it was okay because she was a little baby But now that she's older, she, like, always wants to be involved in what I'm doing. So there were a couple times where I did work from home, and she would just, like, mash her hands on my keyboard <laughs> and, like... 
I was, was like, you're not helping. I was going to say, I picture like you on like a, a web call and she like throws an empty bottle at your head. I <laughs> genuinely would happen. Would not be surprised. Maybe not an empty bottle, but like a stuffed animal or something. Like she's learning to count to three. So she goes one, two, three. And she just chucks something as hard as she can. She threw a pillow at me yesterday. She counted to three and threw a pillow at me. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? We're hanging out in the bed. We're supposed to be having fun. You're not supposed to be throwing things at me. That's funny. Yeah. So... I like working in an office. Um, I did go to school for a semester for medical billing and coding mm-hmm. because we had a neighbor that did that and she was able to like travel and work at the same time, which is a literal dream. Yeah. Um, I am looking for a job that I can do that I will also enjoy where I can travel and work at the same time. That's the goal. Yeah. So I might go back to school for that, but like also the medical field is hard <laughs> like medical classes so hard i had to take a pharmacology class and really? i didn't retain anything yeah it was called essentials of pharmacology and i literally retained nothing it was <laughs> why, so hard why'd they have you do that well because you have to learn like the initial courses are learning like intro so i literally i took um i had to take like a freshman class which was like cornerstone or whatever and then Um, I had to take essentials of pharmacology and principles of disease. And those were the first two classes I took. And it's because you have to have some medical knowledge to be able to code for insurance terms. Mm -hmm. Um, I never actually started the, the legitimate coding classes yet. Um, which I know that I'll enjoy. I just have to like bite the bullet and do it. Um, but I also need to find school that does it online now too, because before I was going to FSW and I could go on the campus, but with Ava, that complicates things. Yeah. So I have to find somewhere that I can do it online and, um, yeah, and do it that way. Yeah. The, the billing part of, of medical seems so confusing to me. Um, uh, is <laughs> <laughs> the codes change every year. Like literally there's like a book that has like a basis of all the terms or whatever. Yeah. And my professor was like, you're going to have to get like the updated book every year because the codes are constantly changing. Damn. Yeah. How much is that book? I don't know. I didn't buy it yet. (laughs) My school, my classes were also online at the time. Um, Like we had to go on campus to take the exams, but everything else was online because one of the professors for the like coding department was out on maternity leave. Mm -hmm. So they were short staffed. So they were like, well, you're just going to take these classes online. And I'm not even going to lie because I knew that I wasn't retaining anything. I definitely used Quizlet for everything (laughs) because all of the answers were on Quizlet. And then the exams, I would just like, I, I don't know, I would find like a, a study guide for those exams because the exams were also exactly the same. And I would just study those study guides and then go on campus and take the exam. <laughs> the only thing that sucked is like the way that the professor graded. If you missed one assignment, your grade automatically dropped a letter grade. And because it was online, I have really, I literally have a reminder on my phone that says blow the candle out because I have an awful memory. I can't remember anything. So in one assignment per class, I forgot to do. And so both classes I got a B in because I missed one assignment for each class. It sucked. Yeah, it was awful. I was like, are you kidding me? I was doing so well at having a schedule and doing really well. And I only missed them because I was so tired and ended up going to sleep instead of doing my homework. Like, it was the worst. Yeah, see, that's frustrating. Yeah. Um, what? Did, what? Did, you said blow out the candle. You have a reminder for that? Yeah, I have a candle in my bathroom that I light, and oh, like okay. I have forgot to blow it out so many times <laughs> that it's just like I'll come in the bathroom in the morning, and it's still lit, and my bathroom is like 
burning a hot in there because there's no like aeration while nobody's in there yeah and i'll be like crap i left the candle lit again like i i fucking forgot to <laughs> blow out the candle so then yesterday i was like well i really want to light the candle but i don't want to forget to blow it out so i have a reminder that says blow the candle out <laughs> have you looked at the uh the wax like warmers i have one in, in my room okay. yeah yeah that- i can't have one in the bathroom because of where my outlet is oh okay yeah Non option. Gotcha. No, I can probably do like those like reed diffusers, like the the things that you have with the oil and like the reeds that stick out and they like diffuse yeah. smell into the air. Um, I don't know, but I'm a candle person. Like I like <laughs> candles. You should uh, you should start your own candle business. That sounds like too much work. I like to buy candles. <laughs> Other people can make them and I'll buy them. <laughs> I do not want to make my own candles. I'm crafty, but not enough to like run a business. <laughs> um. So now that like, I'm kind of thinking like now that I'm going to be returning to uh, online dating, I I don't know like how people are gonna like. What do you think? Since I'm I'm gonna be traveling a lot for work. Yeah. How do you think most people would would like take that? Do you think it's a it'd be like a deterrent to some people if they saw that I, I travel a lot? Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Because we're, we live in, like, such a remote world now that, like, maybe you'll find somebody that also wants to travel. And then, like, and they're able to work from wherever. And they can just travel with you and work at the same time. Yeah, that's true. And you get, like, two incomes while you travel. <laughs> that's a good idea. But I, I think, like, other people might. I don't know. It depends. Because some people are like, oh, then that's kind of going to be a long-distance relationship. Yeah. And I feel like those always get, like, mixed feelings. Yeah. Um, Long distance relationships can 100% work, but it requires so much communication. And if the communication is only on one side of the relationship, it's not going to work like at all, especially if you're with somebody that has like jealousy problems or like trusting problems, um, then you're for sure going to have problems. Cause then they're going to be like, Oh, you're going out with, with friends. Who's going to be there. <laughs> you Gosh, know, yeah. they're going to be really insecure about it. So I think it could genuinely go either way. Yeah, that's true. I guess now it doesn't really matter because I'm not trying to like have a long term relationship, but yeah. down the road, it's nice to have somebody to talk to, which is kind of where I'm at, like yeah. in the dating scene. Is and I, I keep telling people that too. Like, my least favorite question, which I know it's necessary when you're dating on apps, is what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Because all I'm looking for is for something to develop naturally. Like, I'm looking to talk to somebody maybe every day, maybe every other day, like whatever works best for our schedules and like gradually take the time to get to know each other. And then if it turns into a friendship, cool, we're friends. If it turns into a relationship, that's even better. It happened naturally over time. Like I just want somebody to talk to during the day. I want somebody to bounce ideas off of. I want somebody to vent to. Like I just need somebody to talk to. And like I definitely have friends, but I think it's different. Like my friends have their own lives, their own boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. Um, it's different if I like exclusively have somebody to go to, to talk to for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you, how do most of like your conversations go that you have? Like, do they last for a couple of days or just depends on the person? Sometimes there was somebody I talked to recently and he was, um, a social worker for Lutheran services, um, which is like, uh, for troubled kids, I guess. Um, so he obviously has like a psychology background 
And with him, we only talked for a day because we started texting like that morning. And then once I like was home from work, he had called me and I'm fine with talking on the phone. I actually kind of prefer it. It's a lot easier to talk to somebody over the phone than it is to text, Mm. but I'm kind of comfortable with whatever in that regard. So whatever, but he called me we talked and he was like, oh, sorry, I wasn't really answering your text messages very well. Um, I was at the gym. It's hard for me to respond while I'm at the gym. Um, but let me go back through and read all of your messages and I'll respond with how I see fit. So he started like while we were on the phone, he put me on speaker and he was like scrolling through a conversation. He was like reading the messages I had sent to him. And then instead of like just commenting on them and like expanding on them in conversation, he read me. He was like, oh, well, so you said this. So that tells me that you feel this way and you're this kind of person. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not what I wanted from this conversation. Like, that's okay if that's what you do for work. I'm cool with psychology background. Me too. But I'm not asking to be read. I don't even know who you are. And then and then the other thing was he was like, oh, well, I have like this big house by Edison Mall all by myself. So if you ever want to go somewhere away from your kid, you have here to go to. And I'm thinking like, you have a psychology background. Do you really think that like I'm going to go over to your house knowing that you live alone? Like that's like serial killer stuff right there. <laughs> Hello? My psychology background is in the study of like, I wanted to be a criminal psychologist. Like I wanted to be a profiler. So, so my knowledge is the way people's brains work. Serial killer knowledge. Like I could talk about murderers all day. Like don't tell me to go to your house when you live there by yourself. What kind of person are you? (laughs) Maybe if you had roommates, maybe, but not even then. I literally gave my friends the address here. Cause I was like, listen, if I go missing, this is where I am. Totally fair. I don't play those games. Yeah. (laughs) Um, somebody else, I talked to, uh, we only talked for a couple of days and then we went on a date and we hit it off really well. And then, um, he had like invited me back to his place and I'm not looking for a hookup. And I had just said that I wasn't looking for a hookup. Like I was looking to short-term dating, long-term dating, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or casual dating. I don't care if we just casually go on dates every now and then. I just want to go on cute dates. Like, that's all I'm asking for. (laughs) I'll even take you on a cute date. Like, if you don't want to pay, I'll take you on the cute date. I just want to be on a cute date. And, uh, and, um, so we went on the date. He invited me back to his place. I said no. And we ended up actually being friends. Like, we, we texted and play video games now. Like, I'm pretty sure if I were to text him right now, he would answer and, like, we would catch up. That's cool. Yeah. So, it depends. It's very hit or miss. Somebody else I had talked to, we had known each other in high school. We didn't really get along in high school. But he, like, popped up on my hinge, I think. And we were talking. It's been almost a month. I think Halloween is when we first started talking. Mm-hmm. And he had told me, you know, he's not looking to date. He's just looking for fun, that kind of thing. And, like, I was going through this, like, mental state where I was like, yeah, maybe I could start having fun again. Like, maybe I could go through that hookup phase like I was in before. You know, it was kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, so it was, like, go- it was going in that direction. But then I also told him because my I-, I suffer from depression, but it's it's called recurring depression, which means, like, it goes away and comes back. Mm-hmm. Worst thing ever. So, like, it went away for a little while, and that's when I was feeling good, and then it came back, and I told him, I was like, listen, I'm not in the mood for anything that you're giving me right now. Like, I don't want any of this. And I told him, I was like, I'm not going to be that way all the time. Like, you're driven that way all the time, but I am not. And so then today, finally, after me telling him multiple times (laughs) that I wasn't 
into that. Like, I'm, I can't be in that mood all the time. Yeah. He finally was like, I get the feeling we're looking for different things. And I straight up told him, I was like, yeah, I said that so many times. And you always just respond with, but I like your vibe, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I have good vibes, but like, do you want my good vibes or do you want me to be the way that you are? Like, I can't. We're not both. And he read the message and didn't answer. And I was like, thank God. Like, I told you straight up, like, I can't be in the mood all the time. Like, I'm not that person. We have to, like, connect. Yeah. And that was the other thing I told him. I was like, listen, if you just, like, want to talk and hang out every now and then to where we can actually, like, get in each other's vibe, cool. Otherwise, I can't just make myself be that way. Like, yeah. it doesn't, I, I'm not like that. <laughs> I have respect for myself and for other people. <laughs> what has been your worst, like, dating app story? Or experience you've had. Uh, okay. Every time somebody asks me this, I always have the same story that comes to mind. There was this one time. It was before Ava, like, long time ago. I was I was living in my first apartment by myself. Well, I had roommates, but, like, away from my mom. Mm. And, uh, and I had this guy come over. And it was with the intention to hook up. Like, we were under the st- understanding that it was going to be a hookup. Mm. He came over. We drove around for a while and listened to music to, like, just kind of get to know each other beforehand and then we went back to the apartment and we hooked up <laughs> and then right after we hooked up he cried <laughs> he straight up cried he was like i didn't tell you this before but like i just finalized my divorce from my ex and i feel so guilty that i just hooked up with you because i feel like i just betrayed her oh, even though we're divorced and he was just crying and i straight up was like i think you need to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was also really bizarre too because he was into furries which okay whatever you're into is cool like there is no judgment right personally i'm not into it if you're into it cool he freaking like barked (laughs) he was barking yes yes well so i didn't let him i i like i don't remember (laughs) I don't remember what was happening, but I didn't let him do anything to me. So I was just kind of like giving. And while he was receiving, he was like freaking barking. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, I need, I'm just going to like keep my head in the zone. I'm just going to keep going for it. And then like, once it's over, we'll part ways. Like it'll all be fine. And then I didn't expect him to cry immediately after. And so I was like, do I hug him? Do I just ask him to leave? Like I, I, I think I hugged him. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not a hugger. So I, I don't remember. But yeah, I was like, I think, I think maybe you should go. And then I even told him, I was like, can you text me when you get home? So I know that you at least made it safely. Cause I was worried. I don't know. I was worried he was going to do something. Cause he was really sad. Crash his car. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can you, and he lived like an hour away. So I was like, can you at least just let me know you made it home safe so that my conscience is okay? Like, did he, I don't remember. I, I don't know. Maybe he like cried himself to sleep. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that's definitely the strangest. When I was in high school, I had a lot of strange interactions, uh, but I always, like, I have two gay best friends, and they're the best things in the entire world, and uh, I I would always bring them with me as a buffer. (laughs) They were always my buffer. I would never meet somebody without them, because I needed them there in case, I don't know, first they were a buffer in case anything was going to happen to me, but then also, if it wasn't going well with whoever I was meeting. I could just be like, Oh, well my friends and I want to go do this now. So we're going to go do that. You have a great day. You know? (laughs) So I remember like this one guy was like a little bit older than me. I think I was a senior in high school. He was a little older than me and he wanted to hook up with me on like a freaking playground. (laughs) I was like, we're on a playground. (laughs) Kids, 
kid play here. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like I'm, I'm adventurous, but we're on a playground. Yeah, like a that's, we could, we could literally be put on like a predator list. Do you, do you not understand that? So then that was like the last time we ever talked. Oh, and he almost killed me and my best friend. What? Like legit. So we were sitting, my friend had a, a photography project he had to do. Uh-huh. So we were riding in the back of his pickup truck uh, in the back of like the guy's pickup truck and my friend was like taking pictures or whatever and the guy thought it would be funny to randomly decide to speed down the road without warning us so we could brace ourselves so we went from sitting on the truck bed up where like the cabin is like up against the back window to mm-hmm. flying to where the door was and like my friend like need me in the face my phone screen like completely broke i i was like asking the guy to buy me a new phone he never did Jesus. i like lied to my mom and told her that i dropped it off of like I don't know, like the third story of stairs or something, and that's how it broke. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he like almost killed us. And I was like, okay, we're done. Like, this is officially over. That's fucking crazy. And then he like kept texting me afterwards. It was so bizarre. And then, oh man, I have a lot of weird stories. My whole life, I feel like, is a soap <laughs> opera. There was another guy I randomly made out with at um, Indigo Room downtown, actually. It was the first time I ever went out when I was 21. It was on Cinco de Mayo. I went to get Indigo Room, and I was like, I'm just going to make out with somebody. Like, I need, I just, <laughs> I was going through a really toxic breakup, and I just needed to do something to, like, just channel my brain off. Sure. So I was like, I'm just going to make out with somebody random. Like, everybody does it. Made out with this random dude, gave him my number because I was drunk and it was whatever. And then he was, like, obsessively texting me the next day. So I, I told him straight up, like, I'm always honest. Like, I'm, I'm kind of not a fan of ghosting. Like, I'm always honest. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I was like, hey, I'm sorry if this hurt your feelings. But, like, I wasn't really looking for anything last night other than just, you know, to make out with somebody. Like, I was kind of really drunk. I didn't really mean to give you my number. I'm, I'm really sorry that, you know, this is the way it is. Mm. He... I bl- and that he he like blew me up from that phone number. So I blocked that number because I was like, I don't know what else I can say. He had texted me from another number immediately after and started blowing me up from that one. So I blocked that one. And I was honestly expecting a third, but thankfully he got the point. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of very, very strange stories. <laughs> to contrast that, what has been, what would you say, like, what's been like the best or a good dating app experience? Um... A good dating app experience. I don't know. I feel like I've had a couple. Um, I'm a really big fan of walking down the beach at nighttime mm-hmm. um, when it's cold outside. I don't. I don't know what it is about like just the sound of the waves at nighttime, like with the chilly air. Um, and there was this one time where a guy took me on a date to the beach he brought like my favorite wine and he brought like Mm. dinner for us to eat um we we watched the sunset and then we walked down the beach like at nighttime and it was like that was the best date it didn't work out between me and the guy because he i don't know it just didn't work like it's gonna sound so stupid but he was like too understanding of everything so (laughs) i don't know how to explain that that really (laughs) sounds awful he was too understanding it was like Anything I would say, instead of him giving me any sort of contrasting opinion to, like, make me think of the other side of something, he was, like, always on my side. And Mm. I I can't live like that. Like, I need you to also tell me that my viewpoint can be wrong for these reasons so that I actually have something to think about. And he was never like that. It was always, like, everything I said was right. And I was like, 
yeah, this is great, but also I need you to, to combat me. Like, I need you to give me something here. Like, we need to have playful spats. Right. I, I'm a big fan of, like, roasting my partner, and he would never roast me. And I'm like, it, I feel like I'm bullying you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not roasting me back, so this isn't working. <laughs> so he was too understanding. Even when I was trying to break it off with him, I was, he was like, I completely understand where you're coming from. We, we can take it at your pace. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm telling you that, like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I'm really sorry. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> I know. It's all bad. Um, interesting. It's not all bad. It's, it's, I, there's, I don't know. There's some good ones. Yeah. I mean, with, with dating in general, I think you're gonna have good experiences and bad experiences. Yeah. Um, they have mediocre experiences where like the date was nice, but like we didn't really click the way we needed to. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be times where like I'm driving home and I don't know, like I, I sometimes just think about like the past like dates I've gone on mm-hmm. and I'll like totally forget I've gone on a date with some person like, oh shit, I've totally forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure that there's people I'm forgetting too, that like they might've taken me on wonderful dates and I'm truly not remembering them now. Yeah. Cause they end up falling to like that mediocre category. They just pretty much. Yeah. The date was great. Um, the kiss at the end of the date was okay. Uh, that was it. I, I drove to, um, to Hollywood, Florida for a date once or Miramar, Florida. It's by Hollywood. Uh, it was okay. We went indoor mini golfing, uh, at like some monster mini golf. That was fun. We ate at a Greek restaurant and then the, the telling point of that the date wasn't working very well was he definitely grabbed my boobs when he kissed me at the end of the date. And I was like, (laughs) this was supposed to be casual. (laughs) What is this? I don't know why men think they have the audacity, but they have the audacity. I'm really trying to date women too. It's like the thing, but dating apps are mostly men and not as much women. So for a while I had my apps like only for women, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that I wasn't getting any matches ever. And it was like hitting my self esteem because I was like, do I not look gay enough? Like I feel gay enough. (laughs) I just, and and, and I always put like, I just want to take you on cute dates. Do you think it's just this area? There's not a lot. I definitely think the LGBTQ community is kind of small here. Like it's big, but it's small yeah. because my, um, my friend ex roommate, she's gay. And, uh, I noticed that like a lot of the people that she knew from being here for a long time, whether they were just friends or people she'd been with before or whatever, they were always coming up on my apps and I'm like, well, I don't want to match with these people. Cause like either I know them or I know their story. Right. Right. So I'm not interested in matching with them. So and it's like, I don't know. And then when you're on female to female apps, like Bumble or whatever, mm-hmm. it's a lot of couples. I've noticed that. It's a lot of couples or people. It's like people looking for a unicorn, which I feel, felt like a 40 year old lady because I had to Google what a unicorn meant. And it's literally just a third, basically. Like they're just looking for a third to, to throw into their couple to sleep with. And I'm like, I'm not looking to be a unicorn. I want a girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed that has changed a lot since I first started using dating apps to now is that, yeah, there's a lot of people that are, like, in open relationships and, um, yeah, looking for a third. Always. Um, It's always looking for a third. I'm like, I don't want to be your third. I'm not opposed to poly relationships or open relationships. Yeah. Um, I've been in a poly relationship before. It was long distance, though, so there was some jealousy there. Um, But... I'm not opposed to it. I could be ethically non-monogamous. I'm I'm typically monogamous, but ethically non-monogamous is good too. Like, yeah, I'm not picky as long as it works. It works. Yeah, it could definitely work for sure. I've tried. I've matched with a couple couples, couple couples. Um, 
And uh, I, like, messaged them, but I I never really heard anything back. And that's the only thing I don't understand from apps, too, especially Bumble. What's that? So, with Bumble, the female has to message first, which right. I do, which I actually learned. I, I finished the, like, your second episode or something. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't remember. Allison was her name. Yeah. And she was saying how, hey, it was such a boring, like, message. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Oh, man, I need to change up my game. <laughs> I definitely always start with hello. <laughs> um, but I'll message them first, and then they'll never message me back. And I'm like, why did you match with me if you didn't want to talk to me? It happens all the time. Like, almost all of my messages will just eventually expire. Yeah. Or they'll actually answer, and then they'll ask me what I'm looking for. and I'll Or, like, I don't know, I'll say something about my daughter, because I always throw it out there that I have a kid. I think that that's, like, the most upfront thing I need to say. Yeah. So I always throw it out there, and it's, like, the second I mention my kid, they stop answering. And I'm, mm. like, she was on my profile. Like, I specifically said I'm a single mom to a toddler. Like, I don't know what yeah, they're more. Pro- they're probably not even looking. I know. For real. <laughs> yeah. My, my thought on, on why people um, aren't messaging is either, um, I mean, the, the message, hey, isn't, like, a horrible response, but <laughs> the reason I don't like it is it. Like it kind of puts it back on my shoes to like have like an opener, uh, which is okay. But uh, I don't know. I just like, I like, like, even if like you ask a question about mm-hmm. like my profile or something or just any question in general, like it, it kind of sparks a conversation. Um, Sometimes there's not a lot to go off of though. Yeah. A lot of people don't probably like bland profiles. That's yeah, that's a problem. Um, but the, uh, the reason why I feel like the reason why people don't aren't responding is they either have, like too many people they're talking to and which i don't get that either i could not i would forget people's names <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i when i was younger I, i've done it before uh and it was stressful it was stressful <laughs> i have accidentally texted the wrong person before and ever since then i think i stopped i was like <laughs> I, this is too much for me <laughs> two people maybe uh, I could I could deal with two people because um, yeah. most of the time like they won't answer at the same time because I don't know they work different times or whatever right um, but like I've known people that are talking to, like four people at the same time and and then they'll talk to me about their four people and I'm like I don't I don't remember who they were like I don't know <laughs> I don't remember I don't know how you remember their names and then like if I ever meet like the different people at different times I will not refer to them by their names for fear that I'll mess them up yeah it's a good strategy <laughs> so I was like hey. She was telling me about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's rough. I I don't know. I can't do it. It, Hey is a really bad opener, but Bumble's openers are really bad. Like if you use their preset openers, they're really bad. And like, what are they? I haven't looked at them. I actually looked at one the other day, and it was like, um, "Tell me what you're passionate about," which that's not a bad one, but I think it's a bad opener. Yeah. Kind of- um, tell me what you're passionate about is more of like, we're on a date kind of question. Yeah. Um, which is also a red flag question. Cause if I ask them what they're passionate about and they say, I don't know, or nothing red flag, <laughs> you have to have a passion. You have to be passionate about something. Um, but one of them was that, and then it was like, if you could be anywhere in the world right now, where would you be and why? Um, I don't They were just pretty bad. Like, none kind of them of made questions. me feel comfortable to... Yeah. yeah. I have stock questions that I ask on dates. Do you? Yeah. What are they? Um, one of them is, if you could own any animal without consequence, what would it be and why? Um, mine would be a hippo. Because I, I don't know. I love hippos. <laughs> I love that they can eat watermelons like grapes. Um, <laughs> another one is, if you could have 
Or if you could sit down and have dinner with any celebrity alive or dead, who would it be and why? Mine's Snoop Dogg because he's just the coolest person ever. Uh, I love Snoop Dogg. I watched his interview show and his interviews are very educated, very amazing. I don't know if he has a writer that does it for him, but he's still super cool. That's awesome. Um, I'd smoke with Snoop. I'd be a little nervous because he could definitely outsmoke me, but I could smoke with Snoop. Um, what? What's my other one? One of them is definitely what's your favorite color. And I know that's such a stupid question, but like, it's kind of important because I think if you, I'm a big fan of giving gifts. Like I, I, I don't know if that's like a love language, but I like to give gifts. Mm. I don't really care about receiving them. I just genuinely like to give them. So I like to know what somebody's favorite color is because even if I don't know much about them, I can always get them a gift that's like of that color and give it to them like on our next date or on our first date or whatever. It's very thoughtful. Yeah. So so it's a really important question. What's your favorite color? Very important question. Interesting. Um I don't remember what the other ones are. Those are the first those are the the two that I ask the most of what where what animal would you have and who would you ho- who would you eat dinner with? Alive or dead? Who would it be and why? Their answer also matters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they like I don't know. I had somebody tell me Hitler and I was like, excuse me, you would have <laughs> dinner with Hitler? It was for decent reasons. I mean, they were like a history buff and they were like, I would just want to ask him like why? I'm like, why? I don't, we don't need to bring him back. Yeah. He's dead for a reason. Like, we're good. It's <laughs> an interesting response. Yeah. It was like, I would just basically ask him why. And I mean, it's, it's, I didn't fault them for it because it's kind of like me saying that I want to have sit down conversations with different serial killers mm. to find out their thought process, you know, that whole thing. Sure. Um, so, like, it, it kind of makes sense psychology wise. But yeah. I don't know. Hitler's a weird answer. Yeah, a little, a little off the beaten path. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any uh, final thoughts or anything you want to say? Final thoughts. Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, not really. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody know that it's okay to stay positive even when life is hard. And right now, I think that's necessary because life is still really hard. COVID is taking over our lives, and it's really important that we all stay positive and not give in to the bad. I love it. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Thank you for having me.